0: We are back. Thank you for dialing in. And to this episode of the downtime talks, it's a pleasure to be back on the show here where I'm speaking with guests about trending topics in our industry, innovative ideas and new ways of eliminating downtime in construction. I'm Sean Brogart, the CEO of Track Unit, and it's my true pleasure today to welcome Kevin Forstall, CEO and co-founder of Dozer to the downtime talk today. Kevin, a warm welcome.
1: Thanks for, uh, so much for having me. Happy to be here.
0: You are a quite um, known public person, I would say, in our industry. Uh, but since we have a global audience, wouldn't you mind just give everyone a quick intro to yourself and the company?
1: Sure, I'm uh, Kevin Forstel, uh, co-founder and CEO of Dozer. Um, Dozer is a marketplace for heavy equipment rentals. Uh, You can, you know, quickly, you know, probably the easiest way is if you were to think about us as uh, um, similar to like an uh, Expedia or Hotels.com, but for heavy equipment rentals, we're a one-stop shop, a place to find all, uh, you know, transparency for
0: uh, availability and pricing in one spot. And give us an idea of size of the business.
1: Uh, we work in every single state uh, in the the U.S. and every province in Canada. Uh, we, you know, a lot of our business happens in the uh, the southern states, but we do transact in in all of them. Um, we have, I would say, probably probably close to about three thousand uh, rental yards connected on, on Dozer.com. So you know, many billions of uh, equipment available for rent uh, at
0: any time. Impressive. Thanks. Um, And might might I ask you, what what was the uh, the founding idea, the big problem that you wanted to sit out and solve when you founded the company?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, that's kind of a fun one. Um, When when we started it, it was actually slightly different. we, I had a uh, landscape company, it had grown to be one of the largest in Ontario, uh, and we were very heavy into snow removal, and we found that we were only uh, using our equipment for five months of the year, and even at that, probably only 10 nights of the year. So we were trying to figure out a way to get that stuff utilized. Um, so while sitting on the beach in Florida with my family, uh, renting, you know, renting a house actually right on the beach, we kind of realized, hey, we wouldn't have been been able to do this without the sharing economy and that was kind of this aha moment of let's bring the sharing economy back to heavy equipment rentals um, and over the last you know eight years and, and fairly early on we pivoted from more of an airbnb experience to um, you know connecting all professional supply uh, in one spot um, really found that there was a need to bring e-commerce to heavy equipment rentals and um, you know providing transparency and pricing, and, and more importantly, uh, in the availability of the equipment itself
0: so that, uh, we, we're getting to the, uh, the center of the topic for this uh, podcast here, around um, downtime, how do you define that? What does it mean to you? And, uh, yeah, what goes through your head when you, when you speak about that?
1: I mean, I I just see uh, dollar signs, you know, and you know it. It's like a combination of uh, I'm thinking about my previous life of like anger and frustration, but also you know, glasses have full opportunity. Right, you know what 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 can we do with this equipment? And uh, you know, in that in that scenario, only using you know a piece of equipment at that time before inflation ten years ago, these things were quarter million dollars each. Um, and having them only work for probably you know 50 to 100 hours a year uh, yeah frustrating but lots of opportunity.
0: so how are you thinking about it today and uh, how would you say that you have uh, been working on eliminating downtime in your fleet and in your business
1: yeah so uh you know great question um <clears throat> i think that uh I think we're helping solve this challenge uh, in a slightly different way than, uh, than you are. Uh, But, you know, great to um, connect both solutions. I think anyone that's working on solving this problem is doing the right thing. Uh, You know, I've become absolutely obsessed with rental over, you know, the last few years when, uh, when I was young and was buying equipment, you know, I, I, I always played with Tonka toys and you all wanted to own the stuff and it didn't matter if it was sitting. But, um, Mm. you know, now can really see a path uh, to keeping equipment running. You know, I think telematics plays a a huge uh, part in here, Um, but also making smart decisions on when to buy versus uh, rent. Mm. Um, You know, and, and I think that's something that Dozer
0: really brings to the table. Maybe give us a, a bit more, elaborate on, on that topic there. what What is it that Dozer is doing uh, of you know, supporting smart decision-making on buying versus or owning versus renting?
1: Uh, so you know what? We actually, um, <clears throat> it's a little bit baked into our product, but we've actually been speaking about this um, a fair bit uh, mm-hmm. through blogs and speaking engagements. And um, we find that it's one of the, the hottest topics when you get into uh, industry associations. uh, It's it's like the topic that people want to talk about. I don't know if I should buy, lease, rent. Um, And Dozer has been acquiring some really, really fantastic data and is able to start providing some of these insights. Uh, Almost always, I mean, we're finding that uh, the easy solution is to rent. We're finding, you know, it's like you rent it for a short period of time that you will use it and then you give it back. Somebody else maintains it. Um, so, you know, we're able to give, you know, some of those comparisons uh, to uh, to customers. Um, there are times, uh, you know, that uh, it makes sense to purchase, uh, you know, probably a little bit less than half of the time, in my, my professional opinion. Uh, but it comes with uh, with some risk, um, and you know you need to be thinking about um, about the utilization rates and make sure that you pick the right piece of equipment that will be able to be used uh, consistently.
0: And and utilization uh, it can be uh, defined uh, in many different ways. Uh, how how do you guys define it? Do we have like a very clear answer to what that means and? What is good utilization anyway?
1: Uh, So that's a great question. Uh, I think that, you know, rental companies would look at it as, you know, the number of uh, days on rent um, and uh, a a contractor would likely look at it as, you know, the They're looking at two things: the uh, the efficiency of a job site and whether or not you know a job is completed on time. So sometimes they're willing to have some some down hours to make sure that that machine is there for the afternoon. You can only use in the morning, then in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what's most important to a contractor is that the machine is ready and available uh, to run when they need it. So. You know they don't want to have it sitting for weeks on end paying for it but as i said if it's sitting for hours that's okay mm-hmm. but when you turn the machine back on again it has to be ready to run it has to be uh, um, you know they got to know that it's going to be full of fuel that it'll run properly uh that yeah. they're, they're, it doesn't require any maintenance um, yeah yeah it has to be ready for that one moment in time
0: that real time availability uh, of time matters. And uh, are you are you guys also supporting uh, so sort of short term rental cycles? You rent by the hour, you put machinery onto a construction site and you allow your customers to check in and out of the machine based on use or based on needs. Or where does that sit on your roadmap?
1: Uh, currently, our uh, you know, our sh- shortest time frame is one day. Mm. Which yeah. is considered pretty uh, short term uh, in the industry, yeah. but I can see where you're heading, and we're not quite there yet.
0: Is is that is that a trend, emerging trend you you see out there, or is we still some way from that?
1: I think we're still a fair ways away from that. Um, I I am seeing more and more flexibility to move into day and week rentals. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on the type of equipment, the size of equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know some of the heavier equipment that we work with. We have some suppliers that will only rent if the you know it's going out on a three month rental. Uh, but you know the majority of suppliers now are doing you know weekly rentals as a minimum. Um, but even uh, even you know looking
0: at daily um, in the right circumstances. Hmm. Interesting. So um, if you just take the viewpoint of a contractor renting machines from multiple rental companies, how are you guys helping and supporting with reconciling insights and data? Is that that something you guys are are getting into or or are you more creating visibility and support for your own rental fleet? How does that, how does that work? Uh,
1: Yeah. So great point. I mean, you know, one of the, the you know, the value adds of working with Dozer is that you only have to have one account. If you have an account with Dozer, you can rent from, you know, 3,000 rental yards across mm-hmm. North America. Um, you have one point of contact. You receive one bill for all of your equipment. It doesn't matter if there's 10 different suppliers providing right. the equipment on the job site. And you have, you know, all the visibility and transparency to make the decisions yourselves. Um, we are... Um, we are collecting a heck of a lot of data and we haven't quite figured out yet how to, to share it back. But uh, on our roadmap is to immediately uh, challenge ourselves and figure out how we can uh, share you know, much of this data back with our suppliers and tractors. Uh, there's a lot
0: of really great insights that we want to uh, give back to them. Very good. So, if you uh, if you were to advise our uh, audience, uh, which is a a, a, um, a wide set of audience between manufacturers, virtual companies, and, and contractors, and tech companies out there, um, what would you what, what would be your advice towards uh, getting started to eliminate downtime and to use sort of digitization as one of the methods to optimize your uh, your business. How, I mean, how, how, have you guys been adopting technology towards, uh, elimination of downtime uh, over the years? What is, what has worked? What practices have actually been, uh, uh, is worth recommending to our audience? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I could, I could come in from
1: like a, a telematics perspective. Um, you know, we, uh, Some of our suppliers differentiate themselves by having um, uh, tools available uh, where customers can log in and see uh, their rentals and and where they are and, you know, gain insights. Um, And, you know, we like to, um, we like to share those uh, insights with with our customers. So make sure that they're aware that they can log into these Mm -hmm. platforms. Mm We've found that you know some of these job sites and even speaking personally are large enough that equipment can be lost <laughs> um, you know surprisingly enough, a few hundred thousand dollars per piece and they they can go missing um, you know and if it can be you know if downtime can be as significant as losing or forgetting that there is a machine available um we've found that. Um, you know, using tools like telematics, uh, can be, um, pretty valuable, uh, to, you know, making sure that the uh, job sites are run efficiently, sometimes just having too much of equipment on a job site, will slow a job site down. Um, so, you know, limiting the amount that's there, uh, helps as well.
0: So is there, is there an easy way to quantify the, or? measure the uh, return of investment of connecting your fleet. It's a pretty big undertaking, right? It's and and you want to try to point to some business impact. Have you been successfully in doing that?
1: Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say that we are, are the ones that are, uh, you know, doing that, but we're pointing our customers in the direction, uh, you know, making recommendations to uh, you know, different suppliers. Um, you know, like like track units, different um, um, suppliers of equipment that carry uh, telematics on their uh, their machines. Um, uh, you know, like let's say, like a United Rentals, right? Use um, mm-hmm. Total Control program. That's uh, something that we uh, we also recommend. Um, but you, we we highly encourage customers to you know look at and use these dashboards. Very good.
0: Any anything you want to share in your in as, as we are ending the show here today? Uh, what's um, what's your prediction for 2024 as it comes to our industry?
1: Um, I think that uh, so we've been expecting utilization rates to uh, to fall throughout 2023. Um, we thought that there would be more equipment coming online and demand softening slightly. Uh, what we're finding is demand is remaining strong, and although some new equipment has come online, uh, utilization rates remain high, um, mm. especially with you know the uh, the majority of rental houses being the the smaller independents mm. uh, and the OEMs. Um, they they have very, very high utilization rates. So, you know, looking into 2024, you know, we don't exactly have a crystal ball, but there'll be a little bit more softening. Um, but we think it's going to be a strong year uh, again.
0: Very good. Let's, uh, let's hope for that. I think we all need a stable, steady-going economy uh, in the U.S. Uh, I want to thank you very much, uh, Kevin, for your for your time. And uh, that's it for this episode of the eliminate downtime talk. I'm Sean brogard and I'm really looking forward to see you guys again at our next show. Appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Kevin.
1: Sounds great. Thanks again for having me. Appreciate your time.